Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. I know this is, I mean, this is a Saints podcast, and I, I know I know there's some Falcons fans. They they go up do some things right now. Um, <laughs> but being that we're Saints fans, we about to rub in the sock. We about to rub <laughs> in the sock. <laughs> Don't worry, bro. I, I, AK got his his criminal court here tomorrow. Oh, oh, tomorrow, so, we got that. So it's very short-lived, but it's the funny thing about the whole thing is that I had tweeted one of my good friends. I was like, man, I need some some spice. Like, I need the Aaron Rodgers news to come out saying that he don't want to go back to Green Bay. Like, I just needed something, right? It's just all this. There's a lot of buildup, a lot of anticipation for tomorrow, a lot of anticipation for free agency next week. And I, I wasn't really, you know, hearing, like, any something juicy, then Adam Schefter just drops this shit right on my phone as I'm at lunch getting Popeyes for the first time in forever. Sat down, do my, my, my spicy chicken tenders. <laughs> the bitch said, Calvin Ridley was suspended all of next season for betting on NFL games. Man. <laughs> It was just crazy because I don't ever remember that happening. Right. And then it, it so a player last year was suspended, but he wasn't on an active roster. He was just like oh. in the league. But this is the first time and I believe the first time in a long time where a player who was actively on an NFL team was caught betting on on games. Amazing, man. Amazing. And it was just so funny, bro. Like, the shit just hilarious, bro. Using his own phone. You know, he just like, you know, had official Calvin Ridley. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga was was verified, bro. (laughs) Verified, man. 
Like, come on, man. Like, and I ain't even hating on him for gambling because look, there's zillions of people doing it. Ain't nothing wrong with that, you know. But he, he's, he's, I'm guessing he's probably not the only NFL, not even NFL player, bro. Let's just talk about sports. Sports in general. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. But he and he the listen, dumbest though. He one of the dumbest. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> Like, if you're going to do that, right, get, like, someone in your family to, like, make mm-hmm. make the bet. And the the, the dumbest, the, the, he's dumb for two reasons. One, he was dumb for, like, just having his information and, and using his information to make those bets. Two, he was betting that the Falcons were going to actually win. I appreciate the loyalty, but, like, this nigga, in his mind, thought, look, I just told them I, I'm going to step away from the game. <laughs> Because I need a mental health break, but I'm still going to expect him to compete. Like, like I could see, like you know, Cordell Patterson prop bets and shit like that. Like, I, I, I could see that. Right. Come on, bro. He, so he bet fifteen hundred on some parlays and end up losing like ten million or something like oh. that. Christ, bro. Right. Um, and then Schefter reports that, like, for like the last couple of days, like you, we, I had seen some tweets like the the Pats had reached out to the Falcons about him, and then today I saw the Pats and the Browns had reached out to the Falcons about trading for Calvin Ridley. And now, as a as a Falcons team, and then I guess they got wind a wind got wind of this, right? Yeah, and. When they did that, they basically kind of just poo-pooed and shut down all the trade offers because they knew that, you know, this is likely going to be happening, blah, blah. And I mean, I tweeted it, bro, and I get it. I'm glad I'm not a GM because I know it doesn't work this way in the NFL, but if I was a GM of a team, bro, Calvin really would have been traded for a high second round pick Period. real quick. And then the team be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Suspended for a year, and I'm in the draft, and obviously that doesn't work because it's, it's a good old boy network. No one would ever make any trades with me again. But it's just as as just an organization, I was calling on them, and I was in Twitter battles for them passing on a quarterback last year uh, for a tight end. Just recently, just like the last week, I was in Twitter battles with Falcons fans. Now. Even though Kevin really was likely not to be on the Falcons this upcoming season, they could have at least gotten like a draft pick for for him and could have used that elsewhere in the team. Now, no. my question is: uh, since his contract tolls to twenty twenty three, um, I wonder do they cut him? Like, what if they cut him on that? Ah, that's a good point. Twenty nine, thirty years old. That's a good point. Like someone tweeted on Twitter, like his career's over. I'm like, you must be new here. Oh, man, he's gonna be fresh. Legs gonna be fresh. <laughs> <laughs> his legs are gonna be youthful, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shit. You know, I man, I I call him up. You hear me? Like, shit. like if you're t- if you're a, if you're a smart team, if you're a smart team, I mean, I guess you can't do it now because he's technically suspended, mm. but like. I would tra- I would trade for him right now. 
You can't especially, do it. Especially if they, especially if they cut him like now, they just like terminate his contract or whatever. Um, I'd absolutely. I I could have sworn I've seen it like with with Josh Gordon where teams have been like, yeah, we signing him when he comes back from suspension. Uh, like yeah, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe I, I'd do some shit like that. Like if he if he gets released, you know what I'm saying. What just what are your thoughts? Because I, I saw a lot of tweets flying to the and I and I get the hypocrisy of it of how so because the reason the big reason why Kevin Ridley was found is because one of the conglomerate come come conglomerate corporations that the NFL does draft or gambling business with pretty much just outed Calvin Ridley and snitched on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are your thoughts? overall, I guess, of how gambling has just infiltrated all the sports, especially most recently the NFL, how the NFL has embraced it. They're making money off of it. Um, but yet there's still like this this taboo of yeah. players not being able to well, I mean that's that's just the thing. That's the thing that's keep that's kept them from doing it all these decades. Is because it's it's a fine balance that they have to walk because at the same time they're promoting this bet 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 you know what I'm saying uh, promoted by DraftKings and all that shit like it's 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 constantly pushing in your face but at the same time they're telling nope players can't do it you know what I'm saying like matter of fact not only can't players can't do it it's like the worst thing you could ever do ever. It's like bet, betting on NFL games in terms of like discipline is worse than DV, worse than child abuse, anything. drugs, anything, anything bro. You the bet no games. Worse, only thing worse than players betting on games it's, if it came out that referees were betting on yep. games. Yep. That would destroy the league. Destroy the, it. The integrity would be gone. Like to the point where I don't think they'd ever, if, it, if they found it out, they wouldn't even put it out there. They wouldn't even release that information, bro. No, because because then you're no one no one would in theory watch the product. Like because it's like the game's already decided. Like the referees are deciding who's going to win. Like oh, but that I, was, I, that I damn near quit. I damn near quit NFL football because of Bill Belichick. Yes, and that's without betting on about bets or whatever. Now, if it came out that it was you know involved betting, oh man, I'd be done with it, bro. Like I could not watch the game, bro. No. We, yeah, absolutely done. When, when, so they got to walk that balance because I'm talking. I mean, it's fucking. It's so easy. It's not like you got to go into a casino and go. Easy, to bro. Easy. It's so fucking easy, bro. And if you're not in a state, like, so I, I can do, like, I could do, like, the fantasy football thing because that's yeah. allowed in like, California. But, like, I. I can't bet, like, I can't make, like, parlay bets. I can't make prop oh. bets or anything like that. But that doesn't mean that I there's not a person that I know that's in the state that can, that I can't hit up, send them my money, whatever, right? Like, it's it's easy, easy. You could shoot right down to Vegas and put your bets in. You can do whatever, you know? Bruh, when we, I mean, we going to Vegas next month. And I'm already telling my girl, there's some, there's some bets about that drive that's looking kind of sexy. I got to look into that. Mike, I looked that up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you get in on Wednesday, the drive on Thursday? Shit, bro. <laughs> you stay an extra week in that month. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, bro. All right, talk to her about it. She already know the. To, okay, so to this day, and I and I wish I was like in Vegas when this happened. The 2017 draft. I was prob that was probably like the last draft. I was super super plugged into like anything related to the draft. I I listened and I soaked it up. Right, I was at her place. We're watching it. I I didn't have my phone. Every pick one through ten, I nailed them. Nailed them. Like that Bengals off the wall John Ross pick at nine. Nailed it. Mike Williams to Chargers nailed it. And, like, she was just looking at me like, you are sick. (laughs) So I have plugged into this draft quite a bit more than I have in in past drafts, especially because, like, this draft is so important for the Saints. But I'm saying, bro, we're going to be in Vegas. We get in there. We get in there, like, a day before the draft. We'll be in I'm just saying. We might have to make a little come up out in Vegas, bro. That's all I'm saying, bro. I'm down, Will. Um, but it's I, I I see the hypocrisy of it, but I, I will say to the people who like like Mike Florio's trying not to make like he's trying to be make it like not be a big deal, and I'm like Mike, you can't be that dumb, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't be that dumb to not understand why an active player who's on an NFL team, regardless if he was away from the team or not, like just the optics of a player betting on their own sport. And the, like, luckily he was betting that the Falcons were going to win, bro. Could you imagine if the news came out, if he was betting for the Falcons to lose? Man. And he had already decided to take a, a, a mental health break and, and left the rest of the season. I mean, think about it as a player. If you know, the backup quarterback is going to start this week, but the coach mm. is like, you know, the coach is playing it safe and trying to be like, oh no, you know, our the, starters, you know, the old Sean Payton thing, bro. Old Sean Payton, you know how Sean Payton do. You don't know who's starting till Friday. Yeah. Now imagine if you know, imagine if you're a player in the building, you got that inside information, and you know, let's be honest, the real hardcore insiders in Vegas, that's how they get this information. They know who's, you know, they got contacts with the teams, just like Adam Schefter got. Cartes with the team, bro. When those 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 spreads be coming out, and they like, you be like, what do these niggas know that we don't you know start, about? This you start game? seeing the money line change and all that stuff at the last minute. It's like, okay, like, come on, man, these dudes. This is multi billion dollar industry, bro. You know, so it's fascinating. I'm glad gambling a part of the NFL because it's always been a part. It's just not official. It's just that you know. So I like that it's added to the game. I don't gamble. I have yet to gamble at all. Um, it's not legal yet here in Alabama. Um, if I was in Louisiana, I'd probably be betting a little more, you know. But uh, I just hate losing money. But I hate, bruh, hate I lose twenty dollars. I'd be like, fuck, better, bro, bro. When when I when I fucked up my bet that prop bet the Super Bowl, and T Higgins got a hundred yards, and I thought I had told Todd that. It was. I wanted the hundred yards, but I told him I wanted one ten, and not a single pass went his way the rest of the game, bro. I sent him fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Like g- gas is like five five twenty a gallon here right now, bro. Uh, don't get me started. 
<laughs> so like, I get it. I get it. I just, I, I who are, to, to people who are out there who are just degenerates and, and just like good for y'all. Cause I know when it hits it, I'm sure it is absolutely ama- amazing and enthralling. And that is a euphoric feeling. But when that shit does not hit, no, 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 no. Um, but enough Falcon Slander for now. We got to talk about tomorrow's tag deadline day. Two things I want to I want to hit on kind of hard with you this episode is there's just a lot of noise. We talked about it a little bit last episode, but like we gotta really talk. There's a lot of noise, bro. That Marcus Williams might not be back. <laughs> and I, I, I want to. I wish I could understand it better. Is the is the is just the overall arching thing that I have because. We've been Saints fans long enough to know how this how this works, right? And I tweeted about it a little bit earlier. Mickey has his number. That's it. Mickey has his number. Now that that so that number got skewed when Jamal Adams signed that contract extension in Seattle. It it, it threw everything off kilter for Marcus and the Saints. Mickey no, has a number. I, pro- I promise you, it's the same number it was last January. It's the and, same number. And as if you're Marcus and you're Marcus' agent, and you saw that Jamal Adams got 18 mil from Seattle, you are a much better player, period, than Jamal Adams. Period. I don't I don't care what anyone says. You're a better player than him. Your starting point is I need at I need at least that. At least that. Right? That's so if we're so what we're, we're gonna pretend. So let's say the, the number was like 13 mil that Mickey had for, for Marcus yeah. last, last January. So now let's say Marcus, this is all examples, people. So don't please don't come back around. These are hypothetical examples. So let's say that number is, is 18, 18.5 mil. That's a gap of like $5.5 million. That's a hard gap to close. Mm-hmm. It's a hard gap to close. In the past, what typically the Saints do, there's a number. If it, does, if it doesn't work out, that, that free agent leaves, and the Saints have their plan B. Carl Nix, that was kind of like they just offered him late. But Carl Nix, he went to Tampa Bay, backup plan, Ben Grubbs. Mark wow. Ingram, they had a number, didn't work out. Mark Ingram's agent kind of fucked him over with the Baltimore Boom. Let me give me Latavius Murray. That's the same number that we offer Mark Ingram. There's this feeling I have that if it doesn't work out with Marcus and he leaves as a free agent, if he does leave, I, I, don't, I don't know what, I think maybe you said it, just seems like the Jets just seem to be like the perfect team for him. Yeah, whatever. Got plenty of cap space, will play in Salah's defense, whatever. Anyway, he, he goes to wherever he goes to. And maybe they, maybe the way they see it is that if we can bring in a honey, bring in honey badger, Tyron Matthew at a contract that is digestible to us, 
bring back P.J. Williams, then maybe the combination of Teron Matthew plus P.J. Williams essentially will equal one Marcus Williams in, 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 in terms of production and, and, and contracts and money and all that. I don't know if it's going to work out that way, but one thing I do know is that if Marcus leaves after Trey left last season and then maybe Teron leaving this season or this offseason, which if Teron left and they they didn't want to get involved with that, I would under I would understand the more so than Marcus part. I got I get part of it, the cap and the cap was flat due to COVID and that really fucks up their how they run things yeah, for our yeah. team. It, it just completely throws it off. It threw it off Skelter, bro, because you can kick the can down the road continuously when when the fucking the salary cap continues to increase. But that bitch went flat for like a year and a half, and that throws everything That's off. A, that threw everything off, man. So I guess, you know, theoretically, they could tag him again, you know. But okay. it's not going to happen. I mean, so like, it's not going to happen because of the cap constraints. So can we talk about that? Like, okay, so for him to be tagged again, he basically would get – like his 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 cap number ish whatever would basically be he gets a hundred and twenty percent of his first of his first uh, franchise tag. So I think 12 his franchise is twelve million. So multiply what twenty percent on top of that? Am I doing that? Am I doing right math wise? Maybe I don't know. Whatever. So. Yeah, I believe I believe that'd be right. And, and I, I promise you, the what they, what Loomis is saying to him is, if we tag you twice, that would be uh, twenty two million dollars over two years. So it's eleven million a year. I'm offering you thirteen million a year. And Talk I, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm guessing these numbers, like I'm guessing, but just putting it out there. I'm offering you thirteen million a year, more than you'd be tagged. You want seventeen, eighteen million a year? We can't do that. We can't do that. And from that position, I understand. As much as it would hurt to lose uh, Marcus Williams, and it would hurt. Like, it would cause the defense. Like, the defense would be measurably worse if yes. he leaves. But, man, he's 18 million. Like, yeah, like, oh, that Middle safety is like, for, 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 for middle safety, let's also – when we put it into context, they got CD on the way. They got Eric McCoy on the way. They got to maybe decide what they want to do with Marcus Davenport. Do they extend them? So here, here's a perfect question, and we'll go back to the Marcus thing real quick. Perfect question, though. If you're the Saints, and this will be super fucking risky, by the way. Now, I'm not saying I would advocate this. I'm saying if you're the Saints, you go to Marcus Williams and sorry, Marcus Davenport and his representatives right now and say, okay, you, you, you're about to play in your fifth year option, but let me offer you this. It's one of these like early contract extensions where it's more team friendly, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it guarantees the player money. It may be lesser than their value. And then maybe in a year or two, like people are going to be like, oh, I can't believe the Saints have Marcus Davenport on such first number. But with his injury concerns, and the Saints would have offered you, let's say, I don't know, it's a three-year, four-year contract extension. 
would, would you take a step back and say, oh, shit, I got to really think about this? Or would you just say, I won't bet on myself and I'm just going to play out the 50-year option? Or, look, I mean, his cap, Marcus Davenport's cap is about $10 million this year. I'd go to him and say, look, let's renegotiate your contract and a negotiate on with just the lawyer's cap number, you know, and guarantee that $10 million to him. Guaranteed. All you got to do is add this negotiator, void mm. it at the end of the season. So mm. he'll still be a free agent. Right. But he's just getting his money up front. So it'll spread his cap hit out of that $10 million, And that gives you that wiggle room to where maybe you can franchise tag Marcus Williams again just to hold him. Just to hold him. To get maybe a long, a long term, a long term deal. Or, or he just plays under again another year. He won't like it. He'll hold out of camp and all that stuff. Um, I hold out the off season or whatever, but you know, so what? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's just that's just the game. I would you would probably have to play, or if you just want to be just straight up and be like, keep that number there. You know, maybe tick it up a little bit before free agency hits to see if he bites, and if not, let him test the free market, see what hits. Maybe you know another team doesn't really. Go crazy, but man, come on, bro. We know they got some thirsty teams out here. Thirsty, bro. Ready thirsty. to drop 15, 16 million, 17 Easy. million. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Easy, so, bro. so my second question is more of like a foot. And I've been thinking about this because I just don't know schematically how how it would work, right? With, Let's uh, say, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if they go, let I'm, this is all hypothetical. This is not any inside knowledge, but there's just been, again, what, we, what we've talked about on this podcast. If you're as a fan, there's a lot of smoke, just billows of fucking smoke coming. There's probably some type of fire to it somewhere. There's a lot of smoke about this whole Teron, or excuse me, um, uh, yeah, Teron Matthew yeah. coming to New Orleans. So football schematically, if, if they if they let Marcus Williams go, they bring in Honey Badger. I I would assume you at that point they'd have to bring back PJ. Like you can't right. you, you can't he's, have he's, yeah he's not a single high no he's not he, he's he he can play it, it but he, it's yeah. not his best position. So right, then at right. that point, are they gonna make Malcolm Jenkins a June first cut candidate? You move Honey Badger into strong safety. You got PJ to f- play free. You got CD. You could do like the three safeties. I, I just, I'm just, it just football schematically. I just want to know how it would work, is what I'm asking. I think uh, either one, they'll bring back PJ, or two, they don't bring back PJ and just have Malcolm Jenkins and Teron and play a lot of too high or put Malcolm Jenkins. The problem is you don't really have any true, uh, true uh, single high free safeties if you do that. You know and, I, and then if you if your plan is Malcolm at free, Tehran at strong, or or interchangeable, I guess. Like those are that's that's some two older ass say and I right. two yeah. older ass safeties. Right. You old, you you've aged. And it, you know, and a twenty five year old. Healthy, you know. I mean, that's the one thing you got to look at. Marcus Williams, man, like his availability has been outstanding. I know he's missed like one game here, or there, but overall, his his uh his availability is a 
huge, like this, just a huge addition. You know, he's he's always there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's just another thing you got to factor in. Where you know, uh, Tyron Matthew, he's been injured quite a bit. Um, you know, Malcolm Jenkins is long in the tooth now. You know what I'm saying? So that it's just all the things you got to factor in when you're thinking about what to do with uh, Marcus Williams. Uh, it's just I just hate that. It, I, I just know the Saints, man. Like when once he gets this long in the negotiation, you already you already know, bro. You already know what's up. You already know. Okay. My next question is, would it, how shocked would you be if it gets reported tomorrow that Marcus Williams got the tag? Got the what? The tag? Franchise tag. I'd be pretty shocked. I'd be pretty shocked, but not not like blown away like, oh, I can't believe it, but because I was kind of shocked last year when he did it. Oh, I was. Oh, I definitely was. I was surprised. I was like, oh, they actually put because they just don't tag much. Like they just don't do it. They definitely don't tag two years in a row. Like they no, never do. Never, never. So I'd be, I'd be pretty shocked, man. Like because they usually do just like what you said. Like they put the contract out there, stay at that number. It doesn't go right. They move on. They got like they go to the next player on their little cloud list. Where they have all the grades lined up with the free agents, and they go to the next player. So I, I offer him the contract. Man. Something I would – this is a sneaky move I would do, okay? I don't know where he is health-wise because this is a big factor. But if, you're, if, if your plan is to move, move on from Marcus because it just doesn't work out financially, assuming his health is good, I'd see what was up with Marcus May. Yeah. Former Jet safety, at times he played great for the Jets, and then he got franchise tag last season just like Marcus Williams did, and then he got um, a season-ending injury um, at some point in the season. I just, I guess my, my, my point I'm making is that as a fan, schematically, Honey Badger and, and, and Malcolm at, at the safety spots, that, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's some old legs, bro. <laughs> Some, some, some old legs. And I'll say this too, like, who did the Greg? Oh, it, it was Nate Tice who kind of who kind of made this point when he was on the NFL podcast talking about uh Greg Rosenthal's 101 free agency list. And that honey, you know, Matthew in Kansas City, like he knew, like he had the luxury of playing with Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know, and, and not saying like players, defensive players do this all the time. But it's like, well, you know, if I really don't go hard on this play, maybe a, yeah. I got 15 on the other side, come in, you know, you don't take care of things, bro. We go to the playoffs, <laughs> we go to the AFC Championship game. I might need to go hard all the time. He comes here, we don't know who the quarterback is right now. Every blade, brother. We need every blade defended, bro. Covered, bro. And that's the thing about him. He's always been that type of player. You know, he gambles a little bit. Yep. Cheats, Freelance. Cheats that, yep. Freelancers. And that's fine, um, you know, depending on the type of defense you run. But uh, it would take – whatever would happen, it would take Dennis Allen. He's going to change things. He's going to have to change things up. He can't run what he's normally running. No. Not at all. He just can't, man. Like, he, he would – 
he would have. I've talked about it on the late He would have Mark. You could put up all twenty-two, and they're all. If it's third and you know eight or whatever, Marcus Williams is down there by himself, just solo, <laughs> just, <laughs> bro, just solo hollering like you just make sure nothing get past you. You know what I'm saying? And that's you just don't see those players coming out of college like you used to, man. You just don't. You know you have to project it. Because everything you in do. college is like bubble screen, left bubble screen, yeah, right? Yeah. So they just don't have to play like that. Like, they just don't. Yeah. I mean, the, I would they're, – they're built differently. They have different playing styles. But, like, Kyle Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton in this upcoming draft, yeah. he he made a ridiculous – Dog. Dog. And he made, like, a ridiculous Marcus Williams type of, like, play this past season before he got, before he got hurt where he just ate up. So much field to make an interception. It was absolutely fucking insane. Easy, easy. I watched one like one game in my life. It's just easy. <laughs> yeah, he like and, and he's going. He's going top five, top six. Like we don't. Yeah. We don't need to even. Anyway, what? Give me a, a percentage that you think that Marcus Williams will not be on the team next season. Would not be on the team. Uh, well, the way I'm feeling today, give me the day right now. Well, I feel today, I think it's about a 60% chance he won't be a saint. Oh, uh, you, you I, so you're not feeling I, I'm I'm thinking it's 70 right now, bro. That's what, I'm just saying it's more than likely. I don't think he's gonna be a saint. yes, yeah. I, I'm the same, I'm the same. I, I, I'm just getting that sense, bro. I'm just. He just, posted just, on he posted a story on IG or something with the yeah the, the, clock the, count, the countdown, bro. I'm like, oh man, this dude out of here, bro. He ready. He, he's ready to roll out, man. What's I get? You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta, we really gotta stop and just understand players that sometimes, man. Like, we want players to be like us, like fans, to be like just loyal to the team and just want to be at one place all their life. Man, these are young. Young dudes, you know, at the prime of their life with money, they want to see greener patches. They going what they want to work. Do you want to work at the same place every day? Like, not everybody want to do that. I was, I was just about to ask you, like, there these, these the same fans that want players to stay, at the, you know, stay with the same team. Sometimes they 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 want a better job, or they they want a, yeah. a pay increase, or they want a, they want a to change. Move. They want to move. They're like, oh, I'm tired of New Orleans. I want to go, you know, to L.A. I want to go to you know, wherever, Virginia, Atlanta, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, they want to do that too. They want to, they, they talk to other players in the league, you know what I'm just saying? They, they might have fun. Marcus Williams might have fun in New Orleans, but he's like, damn, they lit over there in L.A. with the Rams. I could see him over there. I could see him, I could see him with the Falcons. Um, I could see him with the Chargers. I could see him partnered up with, Dur- you know, uh, Duran James. I, I, I could see him all over the place, man. Yeah, you know, like I would second if it was like the Jets or something, that'd just be like a pure money play. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> Which I also get, like if you want to just cash out, do it. Absolutely. Um, this this free agency, it's gonna be something, man. It's gonna be something, and then mm-hmm. we'll. So it, it was reported. I don't know who actually reported the information because U Stadium took that information and like they're like a an aggregate account, but mm-hmm. what have you? It was reported that 
uh, I guess on Friday, the Saints were doing a lot of heavy research into the wide receivers at the combine and that they do intend to be in the mix for free agency wide receivers, but like the lower, the lower tier free agents, uh, wide receivers, Zay Jones, um, AJ Green, uh, the, the, all the, the people who are on the list are kind of failing me right now. I sent it to you and I was just like, man, give me two of these guys. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on. They are going to sign a wide receiver in free agency. I don't know who, but it's going to be, uh, you know. Uh, okay, so what, real quick. It, it, Emmanuel Sanders. It was <laughs> Jameson Crowder, Zay, uh, Zay Jones, A.J. Green, and Will Fuller could be in play. Yeah. It's going to be like an A.J. Green or um, a Zay Jones. Somebody like that, or Crowder. I think they were interested in Crowder. Um, yeah, when he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it's gonna be somebody like that. Somebody's not gonna break the bank. Um, you know, it's get a pretty penny, and they're gonna draft a wide receiver in the second or third round. So, you're saying you're saying it's not gonna happen in the first, that, that's done for you. I don't think it's gonna happen to them. if they if they sign a free agent wide receiver, if they sign a wide receiver. Free agent wide receiver, that's them going after a must. Gotcha. And if they go after a must, it won't, they won't draft a wide receiver. And I thought, started thinking about that. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick pulled out an article today, Nick Underhill. Plus, I've seen it tweeted about the, the RES scores. And there isn't a wide receiver in this draft with the RES score over eight. All of them are under eight. And we know we talked about it last season with the, the, the Saints and those RS scores. Like they only draft nine and ups, bro. <laughs> so weird. Regardless, they only it's draft so nine weird. and up. And they've they're, they're so the fact that there aren't any wide receivers with a nine and up RS over the eight, over an eight, they've never drafted under eight in the first round. Especially since Jeff Ireland been here, ever. So I just don't see them with all the other players that'll be like you know, Jordan Davis and um, you know, there's all kind of players, offensive linemen. Now we'll see uh, Dalton. I keep saying Dalton. Uh, Drake, Drake London, and uh, I forgot who else. I don't think they're going to hit that mark either. No, Drake London. No, I couldn't see him hitting that mark. I, I just don't. Uh, James, James, Jameson. Uh, oh, Williams. Jameson Williams, I mean, we just don't know. Like, I, I'm sure he would hit all those marks. I think he would be the one, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But uh, I just don't – I don't think they're going wide receiver in the first, bro. Like, that shit really cemented it for me because they really do stick to those analytics. I'm not saying that's all they go is because they, you know, I think Sheldon Rankins was the only one they went under nine. Um, But that was it. Everybody else was nine and over, bro. I think they really do stack their draft board due to that score. Which is partly, like, there's a small part of me that understands it, and then the part, like, the other part of me who's, like, the strictly watcher of someone who just, like, just, you know, I just say, just, just pay attention to the fucking film. Like, if you right. just watch the right. tape, like, it, it, is, it is absolutely funny that we're talking about this, because literally, this, this past weekend, my girl, who is a 
big football fan to a degree and a huge stats nut, stats nuts. Like she just gets annoyed about the combine, just everything about it. She just can't stand it because, like, for her, she just doesn't get. She's just like, just watch the tape because, like, what is the combine gonna show you or tell you that you don't already know that you see on tape? And I and that's then I try to explain it, like, you know, sometimes you're just even just com- you're just confirming like this athlete is as good as an athlete that you saw when you watched him on film. Yeah. And she was just like, but why do you need that? And, uh, you know, I even said, like, you know, if you haven't, like, you know, because she works in science and medical field, it's like, it's like you have a hypothesis. If your hypothesis is that this player is good, then if that player has a good combine, you're just getting more evidence towards, like, to prove your hypothesis. And she just didn't want to hear it. She just, like, it's it's irrelevant. Just just study the tape. I and mean, a perfect example is like uh, is uh, you know, Caden Hutchinson and I think was it Thibodeau? Kevon Thibodeau. Kevon, yes. It's like I think Thibodeau destroyed the combine. I think it was him. No, Hutchinson. Uh, I think uh, Hutchinson did. No, Hutchinson had a solid combine. Yeah, you're right. Solid. You're right. He ran like a four seven eight. Um, he had a nice cone. It, it was it was nice, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it wasn't like, ooh, this athletic phenomenon, whatever. <laughs> but then there's Thibodeau, or it could be the other guy. I can't remember his name. Destroyed it. Destroyed the combine. But Hudson had the better tape. Purely the better the tape. Like the dude has hand moves. Has the full plethora of what you want in a defensive end and a pass rush edge. Right. So it's like, what do you want? Like, do you want the just athlete? Like, this dude is a freak. Or do you want the guy who is a good athlete? But, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like, hey, he's not the greatest athlete. He's a good athlete, but he's not the greatest. But he does have the tool set, he does have all the moves and all this stuff. And that's the argument. Like me personally, give me the tools. Like to tool, the tools sustain over time. That's the players that last 10, 11 years and just play consistently over time because they, you know, they understand the moves and all that stuff. And they work hard. You know, I mean, look, we don't know how hard how hard these guys actually work or whatever, but you know, from what you hear, the guys that like actually like love the game, they just eat, sleep, and shit football and all that. Yeah. Like that's the dudes that really like end up Hall of Famers in the NFL. And then, you know, you got your athletes. We've seen so many fucking freaks come through the league. That, so many, bro. They either, so many. either end up bust or they end up being, you know, good solid players. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, they're fine. You know what I'm saying? But just never achieve. Look, I mean, look at Clowney. You know, yep. like, I That's mean, a good point. everybody thought Clowney was, I mean, he made that one play. I saw that play on repeat so much in my life. So many times, bro. And the dude has yet to have double-digit sacks in the league. Good player, that's, though. Good that's player. Wow. Like yet to have double-digit sacks. You know? So it's like, how do you I don't know. Like that's what the draft, man. Like it's just the it's just the the love of the unknown, like just the tease of these athletes, which is like, like you saw Jordan Davis, man. Like this dude was like this is a freak, man. This dude 341. This dude my size, 341 Insane, pounds. Insane, bro. Insane. And jump, jumping 10 feet 
out the building. Like, just, <laughs> just like, what the hell? Did, so t- did you do that? Like, oh, hell no. I'll be like, uh, I'll be like Colleen Wolf. <laughs> Colleen Wolf barely getting off the ground. Um, you, I have, I have this aversion about drafting defensive tackles. I've had it oh, ever since. Bro. I feel uh, you. John Sullivan, bro. Just, just, hey, hey. just PTSD. Um, like I was okay with the Sheldon Rankins, with the Sheldon Rankins pick, or yes, <laughs> sorry, not Sheldon Rankins, Cedric Ellis. I was okay with the, you, you were not okay with Rankins. No, I, I, I fucking was not. Uh, I was okay with the Cedric Ellis pick. Thought uh, you know he had a decent career. You know was a little let up. It led a football, um, uh, you know, Super Bowl defense that won a Super Bowl. Did not like, did not like Sheldon Rankins. All that rambling to say, and I'm watching him right now. So as we're recording this podcast, I got I got YouTube up on my my curb gaming monitor, and I'm watching Jordan Davis play against Florida. What are your thoughts about drafting hypothetically Jordan Davis? At eighteen, if he's there, I, listen, I have not studied him in depth, uh, in depth, other than you know, watching a couple Georgia games and seeing. I, I've seen when he's able to rush as a gap penetrator, he a freak, man. Like the dude is a freak. Like he's gonna, I think he's gonna be a a problem, but. He just got that defensive tackle stank on him for me, man. Like it's- yes, bro, get him, <laughs> keep him away from me, keep like, him away from them. me. I don't trust him, man. I don't trust those dudes. I, I, I was against. I was not. I was against the Saints drafting Christian Barmore in the first last year. Was I wrong? Absolutely, it was wrong. Yeah. Christian Barmore was great, <laughs> much better than much better than who first was. <laughs> um, but I get it, man. It's just that defensive tackle just up. And I'm watching, I'm watching Jordan Davis right now going against Florida. And like it's funny because we were just having this conversation about like tape and like you know combine. Like that though, what he did at combine is not pairing with his tape. <laughs> I know. That's that's why it was such a shock. Right. It just it, it's not adding up to me. Now, is he going to get drafted very a lot higher because of what he did at the combine? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but his tape, I'm not seeing it, and I'm just watching just just snaps. That that's it. Um I want to talk to you about this. We talked about the secondary to start. I want to go, I guess, go back to the secondary. What the hell do these dudes do about um, Bradley Roby. Mm. And he's under contract, right? Yeah, he's in the contract. And I, I would have sworn they would have either tried to cut him or um, try to renegotiate a contract or something. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything. I would like to keep him, but just for death purposes, you know what I'm saying? Like having good corners. So I would like to keep him somehow, some way. Um, I think he has like an act. 
I think he has an actual like cap number of like ten million for next year. I don't, yeah, I don't, it's I don't, like a big cap number. Probably, I I would bet you they already touched that shit. <laughs> you think so? And we just don't even. Know it. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, like no way they're gonna carry that. No way. No, no, there's no way. There's no way at all, at all. Um. <laughs> So, if they're able to keep Bradley Roby at a number that makes sense, I'm completely okay with that. Um, what are your thoughts, just in general? Because as more news comes out, like maybe like maybe free agency didn't appear to to be as pretty spicy, but man, the Cowboys asking the Marcus Lawrence take a pay cut, and if you don't take a pay cut, I don't. I don't know, bro, because usually when a team asks you to take a pay cut, if you say no, your ass is usually gone. Oh, yeah. No, that's spicy. And they cut, and, and for any Saints fan listening to this, look, listen, as, as Kanye used to say in the skit, we broke, we ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got it. So don't, don't even ask a... <laughs> <laughs> you offload, you know, two first, man. You know, man. <laughs> His name changed back to two first when you start talking about the Marcus Lawrence, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you ain't gonna, you know, if two first there for one year, it's like I don't know. You can talk yourself into it. It that would that would be. Just, just, and I don't want to say fascinating, but just think, just think how quickly things change in the NFL, man. We would, oh, you know, man. just like you said, it's like, oh, can, you know, the Cowboys, they kept, they kept their, their core together. They kept Dak. They kept Amari, Zeke, Dem- uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Bro, they might, they might, not, they, they for sure are going to cut Amari and they might cut Demarcus Lawrence. Right? Change so fast. That quick, bro. Remember when they had, they had like the best offensive line in the league? Oh my goodness! Ryan um, Smith, old, huh? Old, bro, old. And then uh, Leighton Vanderesh, remember he had like one of the best rookie mm. linebacker seasons we saw. And, like he's a free agent this year, I believe. But that's crazy because they they declined his fifth year option. That's crazy. I I, I really want to know what happened there, man. It was just look outworldly for that, that rookie season. It was the neck injuries, bro. Neck injuries. But he doesn't even play well anymore. Like it's not like right, like right. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Um, and what happened to uh, his running mate, um, Jalen Smith? Jalen Smith. Where he at? <laughs> Out the league, man. He, I guess that drop foot finally caught up to him. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm guessing that that would be my guess. Is that that drop foot eventually eventually caught up to him? Uh, would you would you trade for Cole Beasley? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, don't ask me questions about wide receivers, bro. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, take Cole Beasley. Yeah. Pandemic, pandemic over, baby. You ain't know. 
over. <laughs> I mean, the NFL got rid of their COVID protocols. Oh, <laughs> Beasley, welcome him just, just fine. <laughs> Cole, Beasley, Cole Beasley is a good wide receiver, man. Oh, absolutely. He he would be. I mean, he would be a good slot. I mean, it's his primary position as a slot. But we we need anything, bro. We need anything, man. Anything. Him, okay. MT, and you know a rookie or two. Come on, man. MT Harris. Yes. <laughs> um. This Packers. Aaron Rodgers fucking drama. Oh, is, I think, I think, big emphasis on fake. I think we get an answer tomorrow because that's like the deadline day, and that's kind of like the day that they have to have a. They have but to they have. Have a, they haven't tagged uh, Deontay Harris yet? I mean, the yet. Uh, Adams. No. That's interesting. The deadline's tomorrow. No way they let him hit the market, right? No. I think even if they don't plan it, let's let's say Aaron Rodgers say, you know what, I'm out. I want to go to Denver, blah, blah. I think the Packers still tag Deontay Adams. Or Devontae, Deontay. Um, Devontae Adams. And then if they don't plan to keep him, you could you probably get in the I don't know how is Devontae Adams. 2930 got to be I mean he's a, he's 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 literally the best wide receiver in football would you if you're the cuz cuz I forgot who who reported it but they were saying that if he were to get traded the teams that really would try to get his services would be the Raiders and I believe it was Jacksonville if memory serves oh. correctly uh bro Patriots man man so what? Surprise the Patriots. Not mm, good point. So I guess the question is, if you're those teams, are you willing to give up a first round? Because what would you be giving up to for Deontay, Devontae Adams? Would you? Would it be a first? And then you got to pay if, him? I think if you if you pick it in a late first, yeah. Yeah. So like the Raiders who made the playoffs, they give up their first round pick. And then. On, I'll do that in a heartbeat. And then you, you're going to, you're, you're, his, what he wants is he wants to. Ain't that his old teammate? Ain't that um? Did he play at Fresno? Yep. I don't think they played at the same time, but they went to the same school. Oh, okay. I'd make that in a heartbeat, man. Yeah, because it. Yeah, yeah, but then your wide receiver core becomes Devontae Adams, Hunter Winfro, and Darren Waller. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know. That's 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 that, that's the winning move. After they might him and MT might fist fight. <laughs> to make it happen, I mean, obviously the money we couldn't make it work because you know. Would you want? I, I know, I know you talk, I know you asked me not to ask you about Robert Seekers. It looks like Mike Williams gonna get tagged as we're talking about tags. Would you want Allen Robinson, bro? I want him, man. I don't see why people don't want him. I know he went through. He's weird, like, but yes, man. I, I guess. Him. I guess my question is for what he's going to command in in the open. Uh, I gotta see what he's gonna command, man. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's gonna get paid like he want to get paid. Don't think so. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, but I wouldn't know. I, I couldn't pay him like ridiculous money. Like I couldn't pay him double digits. I think that's what I think he's gonna want close to that though. When you say double digits, you see you mean like twenty mil, or you mean like fifteen mil? Like you said, saying double digits. Period. Yeah, I just I don't know if I love any of these free agency wide receivers enough to just really blow up, you know, over ten million for a lot of these guys. Um, maybe Mike Williams. Oh, let's see the market. Um, I think he he going. He nah, going. I don't think so either. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like the dudes that's going to hit the market is just like I don't know. I really just kind of play my role in the draft. Um, if you do go free agency, you know, try to find some um, upscale goodwill, um, you know, the goodwill stuff that don't make it to the rack, that the, the workers steal before they make it to the rack. Sketch <laughs> one of them, you know what I'm saying? As someone who has done community service at the goodwill, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Um, what what the last big thing story we got to we got to address before we get out of here is oh fuck I don't remember if it was Jeremy Fowler, one of the fucking ESPN guys. I I don't know. It's been a, it's been a long day. I worked a long day today, guys. I apologize. But yeah, it's it just became like the the fucking game of like telephone of reporting. He just kind of said that during the combine, like one of the wildest rumors, you know, potentially the Saints kicking the tires on Jimmy Garoppolo might be interested in training for him, blah, blah. And then it, the report just made it come out to say, like, the Saints are interested in training for Jeremy Garoppolo. It just got like the fucking just meaning of what he even reported got fucking twisted around. We've talked about it on the show. That would, and if, if it happens, we got, we got to, an emergency podcast on it. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta just, I wanna go off, bro. I'm gonna go off. Because <laughs> th- these niggas, these niggas would trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and then at 18, absolutely would not take a wide receiver and try to, and try to, probably, it'll probably take offensive line at a tackle to replace Tehran and try to like win games with. No backup running back right now. AK gonna miss games. Jimmy Garoppolo will be handed off to fucking Tony Jones Jr. Um, <laughs> with a rookie, a rookie, a rookie left tackle, Ram Check Maurice and McCoy. With Jimmy Garoppolo miss missing Mike Thomas on the field, bro. Mike Thomas in the news. <laughs> Oh, if, if, if they say straight for Jimmy Garoppolo, man, I need Mike to fight him in practice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that said, I said this. If it does happen, if it's a fourth, it's just one of those things as fans, we just got to be like, all right, all right. I, I guess. <laughs> but 
that would be the coup de gras, if you if you will, on this entire offseason from the coach from the coaching search to everything. That would just be the kiss the mwah, to just the bow. Just wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Jimmy G breath. Nine wins. That's it. Oh, I'll say this. Gonna be starting because he gonna get hurt. One thing I will say, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna give this a a big reason, is that he was hurt. This man got he can about to trade for a quarterback covered off shoulder surgery, or we gonna have a quarterback that's. Coming off a torn ACL, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's poverty, bro. <laughs> oh shit! This is terrible. This is, ter- which is why I really think it, whoever, if it's Jameis, if it's Jimmy G, they trade for a fourth for Jimmy G, whatever. That if Kenny Pickett is there at eighteen, bro, I'm not saying he's going to be, but if Kenny Pickett starts to drop. Malik drops a little bit. Like they, they got, they got to do what they got to do to go get their quarterback, bro. It, it's, it's a must. I, I, I don't. I know how how thirsty we are for wide receiver. I get it. But if Kenny Pickett, Malik start dropping, they get past like eleven, right? Because that's like the spot, right? With with the Commanders or whatever, they get past eleven. You got to be calling. You got to be calling. It's a must. Because this shit, fucking arguing with Jameis Colt on Twitter and Jimmy G missing. Like, I would want to know who the pro personnel, the the pro personnel scouting guy is for the Saints if they traded for Jimmy Jimmy G, bro. I'll just say, you know, I I assume they just, they're doing work on him. They got to do work on him. Got to see, hey, you know, is he available? You yes. Know, check on them. I mean, because they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> so you got to do work on them because at some point they're going to have to have a quarterback. You know, I'm sure Jameis is maybe number one, number two on the list. Um, but what if you don't get Jameis? You know? Um, so you got to have all your decks in a row as an NFL team. You got to have your list and what it will take to make the list happen. So I think they're just doing work. I don't think. I don't think they're in love with Jimmy G or nothing like that. No, I, just, I don't get that think, sense either. Yeah, I just do think he's like, if there's a top five list that they have, he's probably on that list. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere on the top five, top six. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, it's just the poverty we're in, bro. Like, you, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you looking at the bottom of the barrel like, oh, what can we get here? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, I get last chance. The little Amazon place. <laughs> On a three dollar deal, whatever you just nah, it through, just like, nah, you know, you know what's like, bro. We were talking about this earlier, bro. This is next level chef, baby. We on the bottom, bro. The bottom. Every ingredients we got, bro. We ingredients we got, whatever we got uh, left. Oh, 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 we looking up. Oh, they got filet up there. They got they got wagyu, <laughs> tilapia. Make <laughs> some work. Make that tilapia slap. <laughs> oh, with that, <laughs> that, that 
no more. Oh, I wanted to throw something out. I wanted to mention on the okay. last one. Okay, I'm sorry. I just that, 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 that was that, a per- perfect that, closing. No, but just listening to um, Dennis Allen, Jeff Allen, and Mickey Loomis, nobody mentioned Taysom Hill. Like, not even mentioned as, like, he's a quarterback on the roster. And then, like, not even giving him, like, just just official coach speaking, you know? I think now – I think that's one thing now that Sean's out the building, bro. It's just over. It's gone. Like, <laughs> he, he lost that, his one and only chili. That's bro. it, bro. Gave, gave him that, that pat that pat on the back to, hey, hey, buddy. To the point, I don't even know if he's number two anymore, bro. I don't even – I don't – I don't think he has that guy on the team. Mm-mm. So, like, so we. <laughs> this is a, a, a friend asked me this question recently, and, and at first I, I deflected and I said, "No, I still think it's the AFC South." But can the NFC South be the absolute worst division of football this upcoming season, bro? Hell yeah, easy. <laughs> Especially if like the Bucks don't do nothing, you know, yeah. easily. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, Matt Ryan would be the best quarterback in the division. Yes. Yes. But, I mean, it just tells you right there. Well, we we shall see what happens tomorrow. Um, if any, when, when free agency start, man. It starts it's either on the 15th or the 16th. I'm, I know this. Well, I need to know exactly the day because I'm already, like I, like I already told you, bro, I'm, I'm already telecommuting that day, bro. I'm working not, from home, bro. Working from home, bro. Not going to the office. Um, <laughs> yeah, answering emails, but no. Okay, Kate, no. The way it works now, we should be getting news like two, three days before that. Usually, usually. Especially, I mean, especially if if, if Schefter finds out, <laughs> Schefter will give a shit. So the the new league year starts on March sixteenth. Okay, so that is next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Let's go ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and circle that. Um. This is interesting. Um, James James White, I, and I just, I'm, I'm saying this is interesting just because I literally just fucking pulled up. James White, the running back who played for the Patriots for a long time, uh, he got a hip injury in 2000, last season, and missed, missed the rest of the season. He's gonna be a free agent this this offseason. This free agent, oh, season, right. just, just little, bring him in. Just a little little thing. That bring bring him in. Kind of could play the AK role while AK, you know, probably serving serving his suspension. Uh, like we talked about on our earlier show, we sounds like Rashawn. Like the Seahawks aren't going to get into a bidding war for Rashawn Penny. That's a sneaky little running back. I would love the Saints to bring in. Um, I think your I, your James Conner thing that you talked about was still amazing. Bro, I'm looking at my cat right now. He is like he sees his reflection and it's fucking hilarious. Um, 
just they they just have a lot of holes. They have a lot of holes, especially on offense. We'll we'll get some answers soon. Um, if whatever reason they do tag, they do tag tag Marcus Williams. Um, we'll do an emergency, not an emergency podcast, but we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow on an episode. Um, but until then, you know, we'll we'll touch in bases here and there, but we will sure be locked and loaded for next Wednesday. Whew. I will I just want more spice to keep coming, bro. We got a little bit today with Calvin Ridley. Just just keep it, keep that spice coming. I need it. Um Give me. With that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we are the tilapia of the NFL. Skirt, 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 skirt steak. Uh, round chicken. You know, might not, might not be what everyone leg, reaches. Leg quarters out this bitch. <laughs> uh, like, we, we right now, when if there's a meat raffle, like we don't, we're not even including the meat raffle, bro. <laughs> nah. Anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Thank everyone for all your guys' support. We appreciate y'all. We'll for sure be back with free agency and everything picking up. With that, we're out. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.